Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for tuning in to the voice of the preacher. I'm Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden. I pastor the Anointed Church of the Living God. Just so glad, amen, to uh, have you shared this time with us on today. want to say right away, happy Valentine's Day to, uh, amen, to you. We love you, glory to God. And certainly don't want to forget to say happy birthday, happy 74th birthday to Minister Paul Mullins on today, praying God will give you many, many, many more. And we just thank God for the ministry and for the anointing that is up on your life for such a time as this. So God bless you and God keep you and just have a great day in Jesus. Amen. So we just thank God. Amen. For you on today. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning with a reasonable portion of health and strength. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, because you're worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, you're worthy, Father. Father, we thank you for a love so great, so great, that it caused many to wonder what manner, what manner of love is this that you have bestowed upon us, upon mankind, that you sent your only son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And we thank you for everlasting life. We thank you for eternal life that we could only have by the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ. For without the shedding of blood, there could be no remission of sin. And those of us who know you, Father God, we've given our lives to you and surrendered our lives to you. We thank you for life, and we thank you for love. We thank you for looking beyond our faults and seeing our needs. We thank you, Lord, for watching over us and caring for us. Glory to God, when we didn't seem to care about ourselves, bringing us out of a world of sin and of shame. We weren't fit to die, wasn't ready to die, and wasn't fit to live. Glory to God, but you saved us. While we were yet sinners, you gave your only son to die for our sins. And Lord, we want to say thank you. Because he was given in love. He came in love. And it was love that held him to the cross. It wasn't the nails in his hands. Nor the nails in his feet. But it was love. And for that we say thank you Lord. Thank you for loving us. In spite of ourselves. Father God on this great day. I pray Father God that his love. Mm -hmm. Encircle that your love. Will encircle the heart and the minds of the people. That your love Father God will break and tear down strongholds as only true love can. I'm praying, Holy Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you'll touch each and every one under the sound of my voice this morning. I'm praying that you'll touch them with the finger of love. If they're hurting, Father God, in any area, any part of their body, spirit, mind, soul, or their heart, I ask you to heal them, Lord. Touch them, Almighty God, where they're hurting, and bring healing as only you can. Someone, Father God, is feeling terribly lonely, Father. They don't feel that they have anyone. Let them know that you're there and that you always have been and that you always will be. Touch them, Almighty God, and just hold them in your loving arms and take away all sorrow and all pain. Wash away the all loneliness and all misunderstandings. Father God, let perfect love envelop the people on today. The love that only you can give. The love that only you can bring. Father, we love you and we just thank you. Thank you for mm -hmm. all that you have done. 
all that you are doing and all that you're going to do. For we lean and we rely and we depend on you. Father God, somebody is in the valley of depression right now. I bind it and cast it out in the name of Jesus. Somebody, Father God, right now is looking to you for the first time because they don't have anywhere else to go. You said if we seek you with all our heart, that you would be found of us. And I thank you, Lord, for that person, that man, that woman, that boy, that girl that has decided to give their hearts to you right now on this morning, on today, asking you, Father God, that you would be manifested among them as only you can. I thank and praise you, Lord, for this broadcast. I thank and praise you, Lord, and I thank you and ask you to continue to bless Paul and Diane Tinkle, to bless the radio crew here, Lord. I'm praying, Lord, that as the word go forth this morning, that it'll fall on ears that are prepared to hear your word and that the fallow ground of the heart has been broken up, that a seed will be planted on today that will blossom and bloom and grow into a mighty oak tree that will bring lodging to those who need it out in the world. In other words, that it will bring people to you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just want to thank you. I thank you, Lord, from the bottom of my heart and the depths of my soul. And I'm praying that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, will be acceptable in your sight, Lord. You're my strength, and you are my redeemer. And I pray, to Father God, that those don't know you in the pardon of their sins that they'll give their hearts to you upon hearing the word and that they'll receive you and turn from their sins. It's our aim and it's our goal and I ask it in Jesus' name as we say amen and amen on today. I thank you once again for tuning in this morning to the voice of the preacher. You're listening to Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden. I pastor the Anointed Church of the Living God. So glad that you took time out to tune in on today for there is indeed a word from the Lord. And as we know by man's calendar, this is Valentine's Day. And it's a day that's uh, set aside by man to express and to show love uh, to their loved one, their sweethearts, husbands, wives. You know how it goes. But we're thanking and praising God for his love on today because his love is always the same. And we just thank him, we praise him. So this morning, I want you to look, if you would please go with me to, uh, let's look at Philippians would Philippians chapter 2 chapter 2 of Philippians and verse 1 says if there be therefore any consolation in Christ if any comfort of love if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy that you be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind let nothing be done through strife or vainglory but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Let each esteem other, there's no S there, better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Glory to God. That's Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 that I've read in your hearing. Glory to God. And as we look at these scriptures, we realize that Paul is yet instructing the church glory to god for reading chapter one along the uh, 27th verse 27 through 30 he was instructing them on how to handle outside uh, uh, uh outside conflicts that will come against them he was telling them how to handle that but here in chapter two he began to instruct them on how to handle inside conflicts internal conflicts that are come that even though people are saved and even though people are 
in Christ and have a new life and in the church, sometimes disagreements will come. Everyone will not agree with you all of the time. Sometimes quarrels may break out, but Paul is instructing the church how to handle them. And he's telling them to handle them, glory to God, in love, glory to God. So I'll talk. Our text this morning, we're going to talk about let there be love, okay? Let there be love, glory to God, because this is what the Apostle Paul was interested in and this is what he was instructing the people in the church of philippi to do glory to god he said if there be therefore any consolation in christ glory to god any consolation in christ is translated uh, that word can also be translated encouragement and it's from a greek word that means to come alongside and help counsel and exhort so he's saying if there's any counsel if there's any consolation in christ then he's wanting you to find that in Christ, if there's any comfort of love, any fellowship of the spirit, if any bowels and mercies fulfill you, my joy, that you be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Then he goes on to say in verse three, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves and let not every man on his own things, but, but. Every man also on the things of others. In other words, he wants you to care more or as much about others as you do. Glory to God about yourself and not to quarrel and, and not to, uh, you know, be at odds with each other, but to love each other. Glory to God. Paul's love was such for the church. Glory to God. He loved the church with all his heart and every pastor loved the church as it loved the members of the congregation. Glory to God. And the members should in turn love each other and we should love not as man loves, glory to God. Man will love you if it's all good and if it's all bad, they'll take it back. But the love of Jesus, glory to God, the Lord loves us in spite of the things we do that aren't pleasing in his sight. It doesn't stop him from loving us. But the word of God tells us that while we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. God gave his son and the son gave his life while we were yet sinners. And you can't get any wronger than that. But he did it out of a heart of love. He wants us to be mindful of one another. And he wants us to uh, have love and fellowship with each other and to walk in unity and to walk a man to walk in peace. Glory to God and not in conflict. Will everybody agree with us all the time? No, everybody won't agree with us all the time. There will be disagreements, but it's okay to have a difference of opinion. It's okay to disagree, but don't let your disagreement turn into resentment. Don't let your disagreement turn into a spirit of strife or hatred or malice against your fellow man. Glory to God. You can agree to disagree, praise God, and still let love abide and let love abound. Glory to God. He's not to be vain and vain glory glory to god he want us to consider each other and to give ourselves for each other and love each other the way christ loved the church and gave himself for the church glory to god he said but love our fellow man jesus said love your neighbor amen as yourself and that's exactly what we want to do go on and tell somebody this morning let there be love glory to god not selfish love, not ambitious love, not the type of love that uh, James and John had. When you look at Mark chapter 10, verse 35, it says, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came unto him saying, Master, we would that you should do for us whatever we shall desire. And he said unto them, what would you that I should do for you? And they said unto him, grant us that we may sit one on your right hand 
and the other on your left hand in your glory. But Jesus told them, you know not what you ask. Can you drink from the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said, of course, they said that they could, glory to God. They said that they could, and he told them indeed that he would. But the focus is on the fact that they had the audacity to ask Jesus everything that uh, the other disciples were wanting. Each one, all 12 of them, wanted to sit, one on his right hand and one on his left. But James and John, glory to God, they actually verbalized it. They actually asked, glory to God. And the other disciples didn't take it lightly. They were angry about it. Why? Because each one wanted a place of favor. Each one wanted a position. Each one was ambitious within themselves, glory to God. And what Paul is admonishing the church against is that with love, amen, you should seek what's right and what's better, amen, for your fellow man, for your brother or your sister more than you seek what's good or what's right, glory to God, for yourself, amen. But just as surely as you love yourself, then love one another. Come on now, let there be love, glory to God, on today. Not selfish love, amen, but love, amen, that's willing to sacrifice, love that is willing, amen, to serve, glory to God. Look what Jesus said. In verse 44, Mark 10, glory to God. He said in verse 44, but so shall it not be among you, but whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. And whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be the servant of all. For even the son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. In other words, he's saying amen to the disciples, glory to God, that a life of service is what counts. Amen. With the father, glory to God, it isn't who's sitting on the right hand or who's on the left. It isn't a man who's got the uh, uh, chief name, a man among the people, glory to God, who has the fame, who has the fortune, who has a man, the mega ministry. It isn't about that, a man with the Lord, glory to God. But if you want a man to please God, then you won't look to be served. Lord, some people, amen, think they're serving if they bring you a glass of water. If they go get a bottle of water, amen, they'll be careful to tell you, now I ain't your slave. Well, that's too bad for you because that's just telling me that you don't know how to serve. And if you don't know how to serve your fellow man, then what Jesus is saying, you don't know how to serve God. You don't know how to serve God. We have to humble ourselves and have humility toward one another. Glory to God. Jesus, amen, the very son of God came to this earth, as he said here in these scriptures, as a servant to mankind, not because he had to, but because that's the kind of love that he had. Glory to God. That's the kind of love that he had so much so that when the disciples were still angry, glory to God, over the fact that James and John had asked to sit on the right hand, amen, of Jesus, one on the right and one on the left, so much so that when they got to where they were going, glory to God, amen, when they got to where they were going, they wouldn't even wash each other's feet. Not only did they not wash each other's feet, they didn't wash Jesus's feet either, glory to God, and Jesus in order to show them humility, in order to show him and them, and not just them, but us also, the kind of love that matters, the kind of love that counts, the kind of love that'll get you to heaven, glory to God. He took off his outer garment, he put a towel on himself, girded himself with a towel, and he washed the disciples' feet. My God, you want to tell me this morning that you love the Lord, amen, but you 
amen, would not humble yourself, glory to God, not only not just to wash somebody's feet, praise God, but to serve them in humility and true love, glory to God, to be there for them. I'm telling you, the spirit of Christ, the love of Christ, it'll make you serve others. It'll make you put yourself last and not first. I'm talking about let there be love this morning. It won't have you big headed. It won't have you puffed up, glory to God. I mean, if we love him like we say, then how can we do him like we do? Glory to God. Amen. Because when we love like Jesus said love, then we will find ourselves serving our fellow man. Glory to God. Not serving the one, amen, that look like they can promote us and get us somewhere, but serving, amen, from the greatest to the least and from the least to the greatest. I mean, a servant's heart. That's what God wants his people to have, amen, on today. The church in Philippi, the church in Philippi, glory to God, they were having internal issues. They were having internal problems with each other, and Paul was admonishing them. Paul was instructing them, amen, to have humility one toward the other and not to bicker and not to fight, glory to God. A lot of us, amen, we say we love, glory to God, but do we love, amen, the way Jesus, amen, said love? Do we love, amen, the way the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, glory to God, when he was saying, amen, what love is? He said, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not love, I am becoming as a sounding brass or tinking symbol. In other words, I'm just making noise, glory to God, just a bunch of noise. If I'm speaking, glory to God, with the tongues of men and of angels, it doesn't matter how well we speak. It doesn't matter how many tongues you can speak in. It doesn't matter how 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 much clarity you can bring to the word. It doesn't matter how well you can preach a word. If you're doing it and you don't have love, glory to God, you're just making noise. I'm saying this morning, let there be love. He said, and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have faith so that I can remove mountains and have not love, I'm nothing. Glory to God. It doesn't matter. Glory to God. If you can speak a word and that word be instantly manifested, it doesn't matter. Glory to God. If you can speak to the lame and the lame instantly get up and walk, it doesn't matter if you can speak to the blind or lay hands on blind eyes and they instantly regain their sight. If you don't have love, glory to God, the word of God is telling us you don't have anything, glory to God. You don't have anything and you are nothing. He said, I am nothing, glory to God. Come on and tell somebody, let there be love. He said, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. So it doesn't matter. Glory to God. You may be known as free hearted. You may be known as a great giver. Glory to God. People may say, oh, if you need anything, go ask Barbara Bolden. If you need anything, go ask Timothy Carr. Glory to God. If you need anything, go ask Tracy Sims. Glory to God. And they're great givers. But guess what? If we aren't giving out of love, glory to God, it doesn't matter what our sacrifice is. Glory to God. It doesn't profit me. It doesn't profit you anything. If it's given out of a heart that's full of anything but pure love. Glory to God. Come on, let there be love this morning. Glory to God. For he said, love suffers alone and it's kind. Love envies not. Love does not bone itself up. In other words, it's not love is not puffed up. Love is not big headed. Come on to tell somebody, let there be love. Love does not behave itself unseemly. Love seeks not her own, is not easily provoked, and thinks no evil. Oh my Lord, come on this morning. Tell somebody, let 
there be love. Glory to God on today. Love rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Love bears all things, believe all things, hope all things, and endures all things. That's love. Glory to God. Let there be love this morning. Amen. A love that would be like the love that the good Samaritan had. Glory to God when he came. Amen. Across. Amen. A fellow man slain uh, on the way to Jericho. Glory to God. He was going and he found this man. Glory to God that was wounded and laying by the wayside. The church, in other words, had walked by him and looked at him. The priest had looked and crossed over. Amen. To the other side. Glory to God. But the good Samaritan, he took. Amen. The man put him on his hearts, dressed his wounds, and took him to an inn and paid the innkeeper to take care of him. Glory to God. And he said, if anything else is owed other than the money I'm giving you when I come back, I'll pay you. Glory to God. That's love. Glory to God. Go on and tell somebody, let there be love. Love is a sacrifice in love. Love, glory to God, does not think about itself. It isn't always my way, amen, or the highway. Glory to God. It's God's way or it's no way. And the Lord, amen, is speaking this morning to the church family. Let there be love. Let there be love in your singing. Let there be love in your giving. Let there be love. Glory to God. Even when you come at odds with each other, even when you have a disagreement with somebody, glory to God, you can disagree in love, glory to God. You can bind spirits of malice and jealousy and strife, glory to God. You can bind those things, amen, that would tear you apart and tear you away from each other. You inherently shut the door on the enemy so that love, amen, can have its way in your heart and in the heart of your fellow man. Let there be love, glory to God. On today, praise God. Let there be unity and let each one, amen, seek the things of God and for each other and not a selfish love that seeks and look to your own good. Glory to God. Amen. Anybody can love like that. But Jesus wants us to show love and all compassion love. Amen. That will embrace our fellow men regardless as the race, color, or creed. Amen. That's love this morning. Let there be love. Let there be love, glory to God. Let there be love, amen, in the church. Let there be love, glory to God. Outside of the church, let there be love on today. Now, that's the word of God for the people of God. Glory be to God. Happy Valentine's Day. And let there be love. And when it's about love, every day should be Valentine's Day if it's about showing love. Because that's what we're called to do in Christ Jesus. Let there be loved. God bless you. God keep you. I love you. And God loves you too.